This is Profit Unfiltered with Mark Botha and Ryan Shields. All right. Uh, welcome to everyone. Uh, Profit Unfiltered. Got Ryan Shields, Mark Botha here. Hello, everyone. Hope everyone's doing, doing well. So we had a lot of feedback from our last podcast. Um, if you haven't had a chance, check that out. Uh, so today we're kind of going to kind of continue that flow. Yeah, I thought you know the the response to the the last podcast was was great because I think it it really resonated with a number of merchants who are at varying uh, degrees of su- being successful on Amazon. And, you know, we touched on the fact that Amazon is a place to, you basically tap into the Amazon, the, the Amazon environment, the Amazon kind of closed loop system where everything is handled within Amazon. But, and you tap into that where, you know, you can find clients easily, uh, well, fairly easily is that you can target them. Amazon gives you all the tools. Yeah, um, well, it's, it's, it's a done for you commerce. Exactly. But one thing it doesn't do at all, in fact, it does not do this on purpose, is enable you as the seller, as the merchant, to build a relationship with the end customer who's receiving your product. So, you know, building customer loyalty is, Amazon is not the place to build that customer loyalty. Yeah, uh, it's a great business and, and it, it's obviously, you need it in your chat, you need it in your channel, it should be there in your channel, it's hard to ignore. But just like we said in the live podcast, it's, it's about expanding your business, you know, especially with the current situation of COVID, the new normal facing commerce nowadays is there is just, there's just so much more opportunity out there and it's time to go get it. Obviously, during COVID right now, the, the entire world is anxiety, there's uncertainty, there is how long is this going to last? How do I respond as as a human as a business person and it's the it's the unknown it's the uncertainty and you know there's a lot of you know articles and and press about how this is really kind of like upended retail and upended you know e-commerce and all that sort of stuff now i don't think it's upended it at all i think we we're eventually going to get to this to the state where you buy online, pick up in store, or you buy online and do curbside pickup, or you buy online and a drone delivers it, or Uber Eats, and, and all of that. You know, I think we all, in the back of our minds, can acknowledge or should acknowledge that we're, we were going in that in this direction anyway. Yeah, and, just accelerated it, you know. And it's just like now we were forced to accelerate and get there quickly. And uh, as consumers, we are absolutely ready for this. In fact, I would argue that shopping for me personally and for my family has never been more convenient and easier. And that's why they're getting, you know, smart retailers and smart merchants are getting a lot more share of my wallet than I ever have. There's just a lot of expansion. Exactly. So, you know, this isn't certainly a time to panic and we, we spoke about this in one of our earlier podcasts as well is you know become a student of your business and don't necessarily pivot but hurry up <laughs> part of my french yeah i mean you know even if just look in the in the current market you know you've got google and walmart they become they becoming bigger players you know google's taking a lot more aggressive steps you got the shopify google shopify plus that I mean, that Walmart Shopify joint venture thing happening. 
Yeah. There's, there's just so much happening. Exactly. And, you know, we, we touched as well uh, a number of times where Amazon is really used as, is often used and, um, and not primarily, but it, it, this is a use case where it's used as a kind of product comparison tool, either for price or for quality or certainly for reviews. And, you know, I've done it where I, I research products. Obviously, one of the platforms, the products I research will likely be Amazon. But I also know that some of these products are available off of Amazon and they have even more depth uh, and a more array of choice. I can go buy a pair of Nike shoes on, on Amazon. Um, I don't think I can go to Amazon right now and have custom colors and custom shoes, Nike shoes made for me. Uh, I would know to go to Nike.com to do that. So like that's kind of a, you know, a more of a kind of generic use case of cu product customization is difficult to do on Amazon at scale. Um, you know, so making sure that your products that exist outside of Amazon are easily discovered outside of Amazon. And that's why, you know, Walmart is really, really aggressively becoming, is taking on kind of the, the, the online marketplace role or the online marketplace place position in addition to their bricks and mortar. Even with that, you know, you know, you've got these players and then, you know, there's players like you and I, we've got our e-commerce shops. Um, and, you know, when you're looking at now, there's, there's a lot more consumers, there's a lot more buyers, there's a lot more eyeballs. Um, and there's things that, you know, as a seller, like what can you do better to get those eyeballs to be like, I, I want to buy from you. Like what is your, like the social proof that's really going to drive those sales? you know, creating that long-term customer loyalty. Because like for me, like, I, you know, like I like the t-shirts that I wear and I, sometimes I just have it up and be like, oh, that's a new one. Add to cart, add to cart, add to cart. And when I get like a few shirts in my, in my cart, I'm like, you know, buy them. You know, like I'm always going to go back to them to, to buy those shirts. And they have, you know, and I have for like a number of years now, you know, they got that customer loyalty. You know, and I get the emails. There's a lot that you can do one of the ways that acceleration happens is obviously you remove and flatten speed bumps and you remove the obstacles to get where you want to go. What, what's happening now is, you know, with, with Shopify, with Amazon, with essentially e-commerce being a utility that anyone can basically go and, go and access. I can try and sell this pen online in five minutes. You know, on a marketplace like Mercari or Craigslist. And you so, don't even have to have the pen. Exactly. Yeah, I can find a seller before I even got the product. So essentially the barriers of entry for sellers with any product are so, 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 so low, probably the lowest in history, and they'll continue to get lower. But what that means is, you know, let's say – now we have twice the amount of merchants and sellers who have either pivoted from mainly offline sales to online sales. Maybe I'm selling this pen. I'm actually selling this pen very, very successfully online for years, only online. And my competitors were slow to go online. They're all selling pens in the store. Yeah, they didn't have a web website, but they, had, they were able to accelerate and now they're absolutely annihilating me online because 
they're bigger than me, they're more powerful than me, and now there's two players in the pen market. The market didn't get twice as big, it's the same market, so now I'm fighting for market share. That brings up, but what are the things you as a pen seller can do? Like the top, I mean, the top three things of, I would say would be like, one, um, you know, social proof, biggest one is product reviews, like a company like, uh, like Yopo, right? Yopo integrates perfectly with your, your Shopify site, so you got good reviews, good social proof. I would say that one of the critical elements of a, of a transaction converting in Amazon is based on the quality and quantity of your reviews. The same is going to ring true outside of Amazon. If something has really, really great reviews on Amazon, but there's a lot of competition, I, as a consumer, I might go to the individual branded websites to say, okay, well, like everyone had kind of like four stars and about the same amount of reviews. Everything seemed pretty kind of equal. It's difficult to choose here. So let me go look at brand A, B, and C, who all claim to be the best. And let's see if brand A, B, or C, which one is better at building a relationship with me um, that is meaningful and authentic so that I keep on coming back. Yeah, so I mean, reviews would be a big, a, yeah. a big one. I mean, another one would be you know, managing your digital ecosystem, your, your footprint, right? Your social, yeah. your engagement, like even your emails, you know, your bank card sequences, like making sure that you are, you, one, you need the relationship to send the email so that they're open. And two, you need that relationship that it will click through and actually eventually buy. Exactly. You know, there's a lot of just kind of like, war on Amazon and retail is doomed and blah, 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 blah. Like, no, <laughs> all it is, you know, Amazon is was just the first company to enable us to allow our thoughts and ideas of being like the Jetsons I'm dating myself now. Um, <laughs> yeah. And they, they just did it first and now we're all following. Well, don't you, know, you think actually, I, did, I had this conversation with someone the other day, you know, because they were talking about, oh, how like Amazon, the behemoth is taking, you know, they're putting mom and pop shops out of, out of business. And I was talking to the guy and I was like, you know, like a lot of people don't realize that the mom and pop shops are on Amazon, like, like me and you, we are the mom and pop shops. So although like Amazon's collecting it, the money's still coming back to the general population. It's just, it's just through Amazon. And it's through yeah. e-commerce. It's, it's yeah. through the yeah. Shopify sites. It's all coming back to the mom and pop people that have kind of created these digital businesses as opposed to brick and mortar retail. It's just digital versus Main Street. And, and you know, I don't think we're saying that, um, that there's not a lot of suppression of brands. It's, it's the Wild West out there. Fakes coming in, there's imitators, there's people all over the world who are trying to imitate your success or you know, steal your idea. It's not just Amazon. But Amazon is a place where at least you know it's happening, um, but they also give you the tools and, the, and, and they've written the rules that you can play by, but the rules also kind of apply outside of Amazon. They're kind of e-commerce rules that have been written. Thank you, Jeff Bezos, for kind of like helping us understand how to sell things online. And you know what, if you're a mom and pop and selling candles out of your basement, you better make sure that you have a, a website and a presence, you know, online. Well, check, check this data out, right? So even for like a, like a mom and pop, not, not online, but could be online easily, like curbside pickup, right? Curbside pickup grew 2% to 26%, like by the end of February, 
Like, so exactly. if you've got a mom and pop shop and you're selling pasta and you have like an amazing Italian restaurant, do some marketing, do some curbside pickup for takeaway. Something simple like that or toys and games and this and that. Just got to yeah, figure yeah. out how to get it online. Exactly. And it's, it's that what we call the omni-channel experience is enabling people to really every touch point with your brand, with your company is, uh, is, a, is an experience and, and is an is a opportunity to enrich and deepen that relationship with, with the customer. Yeah. And don't be that mom and pop who didn't pivot, didn't accelerate and blames Amazon because you were still selling candles using a fax machine. Now, Amazon's got nothing to do with your, in that situation, the lack of movement, the, the lack of kind of awareness to say, okay, the world has changed. We haven't yet, but here's the plan. And we know, you know the tools and the partners and the technology are all available. Everything's available. You know, even like, you know, talking about that omni-channel, that's, you know, like coming kind of back to the kind of maybe the three takeaways, you know, checking your reviews, making sure you have a good digital ecosystem and looking at omni, the omni-channel shopping experience. Because, yeah. you know, according to your research, 35% of consumers say they won't be going back to the mall anytime soon, which, said, yeah. which has completely flipped, you know, the kind of the mall scene. Yeah. So figuring yeah. out your omni-channel, like your multiple, you know, I guess that the easiest thing for people to do is to, to pivot to Shopify, their own sites, maybe to Walmart, because that's become a little bit less of a barrier than yeah. it has been the last couple of years. But that's, yeah. those, are two, those are two simple pivots. You're selling on Amazon, great. Pivot to Shopify and, and, and Walmart. See, see yeah. what else is out there. No, exactly. And... and- I know we use the word pivot because it's a pretty cool word. It really does describe an action that sellers need to take to be successful. Again, it's, it may not be a change of direction. Hopefully, finding the right direction, and hopefully you're on that path already, and it's accelerating it. It's kind of like climbing Mount Everest and getting to a certain altitude. And you don't pivot when you need oxygen at a certain altitude. You put oxygen on. You follow the plan. You follow the plan, yeah. yeah. You gotta yeah. have a plan, and, and, and maybe you know pivoting isn't in your wheelhouse right now. Is not something that you can do. It's just it's it's on your roadmap. You know, it's on your it's on your game plan. You know, you're not flying by the seat of your pants. You know, exactly. you're, you're in it right now. You got Amazon, and that's working for you. That's great. Maybe you need to you know increase your revenue a little bit. Or you're not quite comfortable. Now do a little research. Figure something else. Whether it's getting your review squared away or, or um, maybe doing, picking one additional channel, it's just yeah. doing something else to grow that revenue, to grow that bottom line, which is ultimately you know, what we're all doing this, obviously for, you know, for the customers and giving them a great experience. But at the end of the day, you know, keep those lights on and, that's, and the way you do that is through profit. There's a lot of talk of the new normal. Well, I think it's the future normal got forced on us suddenly and now again as consumers we're like wow this is this is kind of like what i was hoping for my online and my brand experience to be i actually like curbside pickup 
I don't really like going into stores. I don't like going to malls myself, but you know, you know, I like going there for a coffee or something or kind of just like kill time. Again, as consumers, we're absolutely ready for this. There's no consumers adjusting here, aside from you know, maybe it's a demographic, maybe age or access to technology. This is just accelerating what they already wanted. Case in point, you know, I moved into a little office space this morning and I realized I needed a power strip and an HDMI cable. And so I know that there is a Best Buy down the road. Actually, I know it, um, Ryan's offices and literally it's across the road. Yeah, yeah, but I didn't want to go there. That's... <laughs> so I got same day delivery of an HDMI cable and, and, and they delivered it to my office with a mask. Uh, so like, that is perfect, new, normal. Like, yeah. That, that is, that defines new normal. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, hey. That actually I, might be the greatest thing you might have ever said. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I'm like, why did COVID need to happen for this to be a, a use case? Because maybe before COVID, you might have been like, ah, I'll just run across the road. But now you're like, ah, oh, I don't get my mask and my this and the hand sanitizer and you know, I get sprayed down, I'm just going to have someone chop it off at my office. That, that just seems a lot more logical than, than having to de- deal with the, the drama of going into a store nowadays. I almost asked if he could connect the cables for me, but I don't. I think that, see, perfect upsell. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Same so delivery, yeah. would, you, would you like us to attach your HDMI cable? Yeah, exactly. It was like a $50 install charge. I'm like, kind of yeah. worth it. I'm just kidding. Dollar for the cable, uh, 49 for the, the install. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, all jokes aside, I mean, that, that Ryan's story is actually absolutely true, a true indication of the new normal. You know, that, that is what's happening now. And that's, yeah. what, and that's where you've you got to look at your, your business and what you're selling and your marketplace and what can you do to, to increase your bottom line by doing things like... Make each touch point awesome and effortless and you can even turn a complaint and an issue into something awesome but that comes down to knowledge of your customer and awareness of what they're actually experiencing and when you're in a gated community like amazon you know even if you're selling toilet paper on subscription and it goes to the same house every month you don't know who that customer is so yeah so i mean takeaways you know get to know who your customer is right the only way to do that is pivot get, get off marketplaces, get your own, get your own list, get your own little digital ecosystem happening. So you can start that engagement. Yeah. So you can build that relationship on yeah. what, what marketplace really is up to you and what you think it might work for you. Um, so, you know, do some research into that. The other one is get comfortable in the new norm. Like it's, it's yeah, I think it's here to stay. Yeah. Hopefully masks aren't here to stay, but I think new commerce is here to stay. To me, it's not even, yeah, okay, sure, it's the new normal, but hopefully we stop saying the word new soon. Yeah. Because I think the only thing that's going to be new every day is the new increased rates of change and the new rate of you know, acceleration that you need to adopt. And again, you know, sure, it can be daunting, but think about it as like you're planning a big expedition. You kind of know where you want to go and where you need to get to, and you've got to plan along the way. You know, you know you've got to plan for eventualities. And let's go back to the Everest uh, analogy is, you know, make sure 
you know, you've got the right team with you, got your Sherpa, you've got enough oxygen, and you're always aware of the conditions that you're climbing in. The conditions can change in an instant, and suddenly you're left without a coat on the top of Everest, without oxygen. Jeez, <laughs> I hope there's a yet here. Jeez, yeah. Well, I mean, you won't even be at the top of Everest. You'll think you'll be on the top of Everest because you'll be hallucinating. <laughs> All right, well, I think we, uh, I think we have some, some good ones there. Um, hope you enjoyed today's uh, podcast and we'll catch you next time. Take care out there. All right. Cheers, everyone.